sandwiches, ice cream, coffee and snacks, and many other pleasing treats. Our foods are fresh and tasty, our drinks satisfying and refreshing. They're so good. Welcome to Average Joe's Drive-In. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 125 of Average Joe's Drive-In. Sorry that there's been a little bit of a delay between episodes, but eh, it's how it goes. That's just life in... You know, I try not to stress out too much about when I can't happen, but I was sick one day when I was supposed to have another guest on, and then we tried to reschedule it a couple times. It just doesn't work. Uh, it's just, it's a pain in the ass sometimes. So, sorry about no two episodes last the last couple months, but uh, it is what it is, and you have to deal with it. It's free. Anyway, with me uh, on the show returning for his, I think, like, 10th or 12th time at this point, is my good friend, Eric Marner, from the Movie Freaks Podcast. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm not doing too bad overall. Arthritis is kicking up in my knee today. You know, it was, uh, on Monday, it was almost 50 degrees. And then... Yesterday it was minus thirty five. <laughs> oh, so we, we, have... we had a we had a similar temp height, uh, uh, and it was. Uh, it's funny how you can go from nobody can go outside to I'm standing in the alley with the neighbors having a beer. Yeah, <laughs> but I said, you know, you don't believe this, right? Like, you know that next week it's we're 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 back to shit. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh. You know, it's one of those things when you have like an 80 degree temperature shift in like less than 24 hours is just, you know, the body yeah. is not meant for that type of extreme, you know, swing in temperature. Oh, and, I was uh, just sick as shit last week. That's uh, why we yeah, didn't have too. an episode out. Me, oh. me, me too. I was uh, last Thursday, man. I felt awful. Like I've mm. done really well this winter overall of like not catching any major, you know, diseases and, uh. <laughs> That sounds really bad, but you know, uh, no chlamydia this year, no gonorrhea, syphilis, gonosifferherpolitis, anything like that. Uh, but you know, I, I've done really well this year, not catching anything as far as like, you know, the really even like colds, flu, you know, I, I've had a few days where I felt kind of crappy, um, but this was the first time like I legit woke up and just throbbing headache my stomach felt like garbage i was like well maybe if i take a shower you know and get something to eat or whatever i'll be okay and i took a shower and i felt worse and i was just like i'm not i can't go to work today i was like I, I, i'm dialing her in and i proceeded to sit on the couch and rewatch the lord of the rings movies <laughs> <laughs> i did that uh last week as well when i was sick i i, I... Well, I woke up, what was it, Tuesday evening, I woke up and uh, uh, I was taking a little nap in the afternoon and I woke up, or evening, and uh, just a migraine, straight migraine. And if you've ever had a migraine, it, I can't deal with headaches. So a migraine, I've had maybe three or four in my life. You, There's a huge difference there. And I just went right upstairs to bed at like 7.30 in the evening and just laid there with my eyes closed, just, you can't think, you can't breathe, you can't do anything. Woke up, uh, well, I, f I fell asleep until about uh, midnight. Then I was just wide awake until 4.30 in the morning. I came downstairs and just threw up about five times in a row. Ugh. Oh, man, I was in such bad shape. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't have a migraine, but it was like, 
You know, it's that like if if you've ever had like really bad dehydration where you get that like massive headache right yep. behind your eyes type thing. That's kind of what that was, and I kind of think I might have been dehydrated because I hadn't drank a ton of fluids the day before, which I usually do pretty good about keeping myself hydrated. But uh, and I think that was I think that was a good part of the problem because I drank a couple Powerades and like two or big two or three big things of water over the course of the day, and I kind of slowly come out of it after mm-hmm. doing that. So I, I really think that might have been part that was part of my issue. So it's important, kids. You listen at home. Stay hydrated. And this yeah. is your PSA from uh, Average Joe's <laughs> Driving. Make sure you drink lots of water and uh, Bondo the thirst mutilator because it's got electrolytes, <laughs> and that's what plants crave. <laughs> that's hilarious. I gotta watch that again. It's been too long. Well, the I love that movie. Reason that popped in my head is I just rewatched that. It was uh, on sale on Vudu for like five bucks. And I've been wanting to revisit it forever. And they don't have a Blu-ray of it out, I don't believe, or one that's, like, readily available. Uh, You can get it on DVD. You can get it. It did come out on Blu-ray at one point, but I think it's out of print. Um, I wonder why that is. I I don't know. I I, I got it on DVD. Dude, there's a bunch of movies like that that aren't really that old that you that are out of print on, you know, on blue or, uh, you can still find them on DVD pretty handily, but on Blu-ray, they're out of print already. Well, um, and this is why people like you and I, who are labeled freaks by other people, still right. collect VHS tapes. Oh yeah. yeah. Damn it. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I just rewatched, I just watched a VHS the other day, uh, which I've been trying to get back into more going through my stack of films of VHS again because I kind of got away from that a little bit for a while. So I've, I've been trying to like, I was like, man, I got so many cool films on here I haven't either seen in a long time or I just haven't seen period that I picked up. I was like, I really need to start going through these and, and rewatching stuff. But yeah, so- I'm gonna have to, I have to start getting through this VHS stack because... Um, well, I, I don't know if I told you about it, but um, my mom runs a thrift store, and she told me, like, I stop in there every once in a while, would uh, sift through their tapes, yeah. and she said, we're, we're not going to carry them anymore. They take up too much room. They don't move enough. I, it, it, we're going to start pitching them. And I said, bullshit. You're going to send them right through me, and I'm going to pick out what I want. I'll pay you because it's a, a – the thrift store is a um, – it's like a, like a all charity. the funds go to, yeah, charity. charity they go to chari- thing. charitable yep. things. Uh, so I was like, I will absolutely pay you retail market price for anything that I take. And then the rest of them I take down to some other thrift store downtown here that still takes them. Yeah. Uh, and I, like just the other day, she uh, gave me six. She said, I got six boxes for you. It's like, all right. I didn't think it'd be that much. Dude, I couldn't barely close the back of my SUV. <laughs> it was that much shit. Nice. Like two of the two of the ca- quote unquote cases were tubs, and in the tubs were garbage bags full of <laughs> tapes. Oh yeah, I got and, I got given one of those uh, things this past summer. A good friend of mine was cleaning out um, her around her house, and she's like, "I've got a couple of boxes of tapes for you." She goes, "You're one of the few people I know that." still are really into like collecting movies and VHS and stuff. She's like, do you want them? 
She's like, I'd rather give them to you, you know, than, than toss yeah. them out or whatever. And I was like, absolutely. I said, I will take all of them off your hands. So I went down and it, it was a good excuse to visit her because, uh, she has, has been very sick for the last three or four years. Um, I hmm. believe it was leukemia. She's had leukemia and she's been sick. She can't really be around anybody right now because of the COVID stuff. And so shout out, huge shout out to mama Kathy cave. I love you, Kathy. I, I and keep fighting and you're, you're awesome and an inspiration and just keep kicking ass. I know you probably won't hear this, but shout out to you anyway. So Mama Kathy gave me two uh, two boxes of VHS. Well, dude, like I barely could say my dear, barely could get both of those boxes in the back seat of my car. I was like, <laughs> sweet, I can't wait to go through. I think I showed you pictures of some of the stuff I pulled out of there too, man. And it was like, dude, like the old original Star Wars TV specials. And I was like, dude, I'm so happy. There's so many good things in there, so. Yeah, and I, I, I'm only keeping maybe about, uh, maybe 10%. Yeah. Uh, because, of, because of where I live, it, it's not, it's a very religious area. Frickin' Amish. So we're, it, we're not getting a lot of horror movies. I, I, I maybe get one, uh, per, per go round, but it's, right. and it's mostly the Disney stuff, which I don't have a problem losing that get rid of it but anything that i find that is strange or weird or off kilter even if it's something that i'm not interested in i make sure to nab it and i'm gonna get it to somebody one of the vhs groups that i'm i'm in on facebook or you or somebody like some somebody has to have this right right uh, <laughs> oh yeah no no exact same way with me i uh, i sorted through all of them and i kept probably like 80 85 of them but there were some ones that I already had, or there was actually there was a few doubles in there, mm-hmm. and so uh, there was a lot of kids movies and stuff that I actually like Disney stuff that I already had, or just stuff that I was absolutely not even remotely interested in. So my my drummer actually like his little girl is three or four. And she she loves VHS cartoons for some reason. She's just so I gave him a big bag of like the kids' movies, and him and his wife a bunch because they still watch them too, and give them a bunch to watch. So they were they were donated to you know they were passed down the line to somebody else and preserved for time, sir. Preserved, that's right? You know. So it's, <laughs> this, uh, I think this right here was I haven't watched the movie yet, so I don't know if it's any good. Uh, but this is the one that I, I gravitated to immediately out of that. Uh, well, I sent you a picture of the stack that I kept, but uh, a movie called Python Wolf. Nice. I've never heard of it, but it sounds I like mean, glorious. It sounds early nineties cool. direct but to then video. It's, uh, at, <laughs> well, and the only problem is that it's a uh, star maker who released it, which is like almost as bad as good times you know oh, that the, the, it's like they a, didn't copy spend any money. a copy of a copy yeah, of a copy yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're taking a risk but it's william friedkin the dude from the exorcist right like uh, I, I, you know it, it's got angles <laughs> it kind of you know it maybe it, maybe <laughs> what year now what year was that i'm just curious uh, let me see here. 
Because my guess 19, is... Er- 1988. 1988. I was going to say, my guess would have been early 90s, but yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It looks like an army. No job is too secret, too tough, or too dirty for this crew of four to go in and... All right. Uh, the other thing that I got in in that shipment was a lot of uh, home VHS kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, blank tapes where people recorded shit off TV. Oh, yeah, And yeah. there are weirdos out there online that will pay good money for that kind of stuff. I keep the blanks that are sealed. Yeah, I have a bunch of those that I've gotten at yard sales and stuff for like a dime. Just, yeah. to, just to have them. I've got, you know, probably 10 or 12 that are still in the plastic. This is the only one that I kept, though, of the stuff that they've already recorded on. Let's see if you can see that. I can't. It's Waco, four nineteen ninety three. So it's like news footage from Waco. Probably. <laughs> the next thing on the list is Doctor Davis on breast cancer, and the last thing is Amish kids between red line. I was just. Okay, I gotta see what's on this tape. <laughs> now I can see like an eight. Now I'm waiting for like an eight millimeter scenario to come in, and next thing you know, Eric right? will be playing Joaquin Phoenix's character in the film. And yeah, I see where this is going right now. <laughs> it's a snuff uh, they, film. They did have a whole. They did have a whole bunch of of those kinds of things that they taped off TV, and was like, nah, I'm not going to keep all those. I I. Uh, gave them to an, another thrift store, so, yeah. but that one with Waco was like, uh, maybe I should check that out. Film you know, maybe there's some hidden gem on there that you don't know about. Film live on location. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Creepy. Yeah. It's always interesting though. I, I love going through those boxes when you get them, especially when you have no clue what the hell is in them. Cause it's like a little mini treasure hunt. It's like it's you're glorious. going through and you're going through and you flip that over and all of a sudden you see like that one tape that it's like, oh my God, I can't believe this is it. That was like me with those Star Wars tapes, dude. I flipped that open and I'm like, whoa, I was like, I haven't seen these since I was a little kid. I was like, whoa, I was like, yeah, come to Papa. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know? The only, Yeah. And the other thing that I saw in that uh, shipment was a, it was the Wizard of Oz, but it was a red cover. Like, most of the background was all red. I've never huh. seen that one before, but I already have a couple copies of Wizard of Oz, and I got it on Blu-ray. It's like, ah, all right. It's off yeah. into the, the ocean you go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, yeah, I've been kind of, like, sh- trying to go through some more of my VHS that just, I stuff, like I said, stuff I haven't seen for a while, like, really long time, or stuff I haven't seen because I, I moved a good chunk of my VHS collection down into my basement where I have my theater set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have an upscaling VHS player. So it makes most of those VHS almost DVD quality. Not quite, but they're pretty close. Uh, except for some of the really old ones. You can't really, you know, there, there ain't much to do with those. They look like how they look. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's been my thing. It's like, I, I've, I was telling myself that the other day. I was like, man, I've got such a pile of movies to go through right now. Like stuff that I've picked up over the last six or seven months when stuff was on sale or I got a good deal on stuff. And 
I just haven't got around to watching a lot of it. So I'm like, I really need to start going through some of these movies. And then I've got all this stuff on VHS that I said, stuff I've never seen and I've wanted to see or stuff, you know. So I'm like, I really got to start at least a couple, two or three times a week going through some of that stuff and starting to get some of it off the list. I've been in kind of a weird watching mode lately. I've, uh, since the start of the year, I think I've only watched maybe 20 movies, you know, which wow. anybody that knows me, that's, that's not a lot. <laughs> uh, have you been watching TV or what, what, uh, I've been watching a lot of series. I, um, as you know, I've been watching Cowboy Bebop. Um, I watched Record of Lotus War, the first the first part of it. I haven't got through the other part yet. Uh, the hell else did I watch? There's a- I've been watching a lot of TV as well this year. Uh, uh, Pluto TV has really... They've really snared me. Because yeah. uh, they have this one channel that I, I get to watch. Old School MacGyver... And, and shit, stupid shit like silk stockings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oof. Wow. This stuff's, it holds up pretty well. I, I Especially MacGyver. I'm like, this is really good. Yeah. Well, uh, I used to love I'm, MacGyver when I was a kid, man. Me too, but I, I'm surprised how well it, it actually holds up. And I'm watching it, of course, I'm waking up in the middle of the night with insomnia and watching it at two, 2 o'clock in the morning. But it, it still is... Entertaining to me, so that takes away a lot of my time. Yeah, well, I mean, I watched the new season of Big Mouth. I watched um, Awesome, which I love. I love absolutely love that show. Me too. Uh, the Stand. Have you watched the new Stand? I watched one episode and I hated it so bad. I haven't even. I think you and I talked about this before. I made it do one episode and I just was like, I. Dude, I have no interest in watching any more of it. I hated that first episode. The more I thought of that first episode, the more I hated it. I'm just like, no. I was like, I'm not going to waste 10 hours of my life on this because it's garbage. I was like, the acting and stuff may be all right, but whoever the dipshit was that edited that and thought that was a great idea to friggin' put the stupid thing together that way should just be taken out in the street and, like, punched in the face for being a moron. Because that is why that is the dumbest, like, one episode. And I'm basing this off from everything else that I've heard from the other podcasts that I've listened to that have brought it up. And basically everybody has said the same thing. You know, there's a few random people that I know that like it, but everybody else I know that watch it is like, I'm so confused. I have no idea what's going on. And these are people that are quite familiar with the book, like it's their favorite book, or it's, you know, they they like the original miniseries, and everybody's saying basically the same thing. I'm so confused. None of this makes any sense. Where is so-and-so? I don't know what's happening. Who is this? Why are they? I mean, this is basically, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to waste my time on it. I will continue watching the glorious Mick Garris version. From 1991, Mick for the man. fucking win, my friend. From 1991 oh, he, or 92, whatever the hell oh, year that was. And did he win? Holy shit. Like, <laughs> okay, so, you know, that version might have its faults. And it definitely has them. It's far from perfect. But I will tell you what. 
for what that guy probably had for a budget for that. The acting is fairly solid overall. I have I don't really have any major complaints with the acting in that version. Some of it's a little a little, you know, eh, but there's some really good performances in that. Yeah, Gary, I agree. Gary Sinise was great as Stu. Perfect. Fucking Pitch perfect. perfect. You know, uh, the guy that played Larry Underwood was great in that. Laura C. Yep. Giacomo was great as Nadine. Harold was good. I even liked Molly Ringwald as Franny, even though she's very She's Franny. annoying, but she's playing the role properly. But she's like, that's, playing she's Franny was that role. fucking annoying in the book. Very so. annoying in the book. So, and, uh, you know, the guy from Wings that plays Tom Collins, I thought he yep. was... You know, I don't he, have any problems with the characters, you know, the acting. Uh, budgetary-wise, it, it, it was, you know, it, you can definitely it shows, tell. It, 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 it shows, shows its ass. It shows its age, but I'll tell you what. I watch that about every two to three years. I go go back and rewatch that, and it's still awesome. I still don't yep. have any problems with it. I probably give it. I probably give it a seven and a half and seven and a half, eight out of ten. Yeah, that's where I'm at. You know, it's got a few yep. issues. There was a few things I wish they would have delved into a little bit more that they didn't. But overall, I, I still really, really want that scene outside the tunnel. Where that dude gets eaten to death by wolves. Yeah, I the the kid wasn't that wasn't that his name? The kid. I can't remember. <sighs> I still really want that scene because I hated that asshole so much. But there's, uh, but you know, and, and that's a minor quibble. But that's that's the thing. Most of the stuff with that is minor stuff. It's not like big grievances. And watching the first episode. I mean, and I probably sound like the most carmudgeony old man right now. Welcome, you know? join, welcome to the club, sir. You welcome know? to the club. But it's like, <laughs> back in my day, the stand was done on for $5.23 and a package of Marlboro cigarettes. Mick Garris directed that while he had the flu and hepatitis A, B, C, D, and Q. Back in my day, when we adapted a story, we started at the beginning, and we ended at the end. When we made our we stories, we tried to let people know what was going on in them. Oh we didn't my just God. put a bunch of scenes up there all willy-nilly and make you go, hey, the shit, what the, the shit happening? starts in Denver. The shit starts in Denver. How does that make any sense? Or wherever the hell they... they Boulder, oh. Colo- Colorado. Colorado somewhere. I I don't know. I, I I hit play on that first episode and was like, what? This is a joke, right? Like we're okay, we're not we're not gonna come back here for many well, episodes. Like, you probably. know, I okay, I would have understood it if they had started with that and then kind of done like a flashback to everybody getting there, kind of the whole thing. That would have been fine. If that was just like the cold open you see, you know, the aftermath, the clean it up, blah, blah, blah. Like, shit's about to get fucked up. But we're, wait, we're, we got five gonna, episodes before we get to tell that. Ya, we're going to tell you how we got to this point. Trash can, man. Oh, you'd, oh you didn't... You've only watched the first episode. No, nope, no. Nope. I, I uh, like... He, he's in it for about an episode and a half. Yeah. You know... <laughs> And, I have it's, it. and it's so confusing because it's like, huh, what? And you're he's just, even more weird than than uh, uh, Max Headroom was. And you're just he, echoing <sighs> everything, everything that I've heard so far about this. As Eugene would say, I'm just watching this and I'm 
angry, angry. <laughs> and I can tell you that's exactly what's going to happen if I watch any more of this. I'm just like, I'm cutting my losses. Cutting my losses now. I just, I have no desire to watch this at all. <laughs> like, well, I can appreciate that, but I I love that book so much, I, I'm going to give it a shot. And I, I gave it a shot. And I keep, oh. you know, I keep telling myself that, but I probably will at some point just break down and end up watching it. And then as Eugene would say, angry, angry, you know. It, uh, <laughs> let me just tell you, it doesn't get better. It does not get better. And the last episode is the worst. It's uh, the worst. Like, there are things that happen in there where you're just, okay, forget the book. Why, as a human being, would you do what you just did? Why would you do that? But they did it. I'm not even talking about artistic, like, uh, editing choices and acting choices. As a human being, why would you... I'm going to crawl out on this thing and fall in this well. Why would you do that? Because we needed to get Lassie to come uh, save you? Because we had to have an entire episode with Franny. (laughs) Oh! Oh, it was brutal. No, I'm I'm good. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so, I understand where you're coming from. I do the same thing to Eugene every week where I'm like, uh, you know, you can hit stop on shit. Like, you don't have to. And he's like, no, I have to. So, I, mean, I yes, there are some <laughs> things that I have to do that, but not when it's 10 hours long. You know, it's... When it's oh, well, he I, did with Cowboy Bebop, and he was angry at me about it. I, Here, would I you like may to see or the, may uh, not have received a few texts about that. It's okay. <laughs> newest addition to my family? Yes. I have some mushrooms for you, doggy. Here you go. <laughs> That's how she goes downstairs, by the way. Uh, my new corgi. Uh, she goes downstairs uh, one stair at a time. All four legs move at the exact same time. <laughs> boink, boink, boink. Yeah. Exactly like the mushrooms, nice. sir. Nice. That was the it last is... episode that I watched. So that's that's it's where hilarious. I am on that. Yeah. But yeah, that's been my whole thing. Like this year, dude. I just haven't been watching anything for movies. It's like. Most nights I've been, bu- you know, it's it's been a weirdly busy last couple of months for some, I, I don't even know why, it just has been. And when I've had time to watch stuff, I haven't been in the, like, I, it's one of those situations where it's like, I'll sit there and thumb through a bunch of movies. This is like, eh, nothing's striking my fancy. I'll watch a couple episodes of this. And that's just how it's been. Like, there's just been nothing that's, I just... Well, you, know, they, you, you also weird. have to remember that, I know, but you also have to remember that they haven't released a whole lot of stuff in the last year and a half. Uh, I, I haven't watched a whole lot of new movies. It's true, but uh, even 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 with that, I generally watch a lot of older movies anyway, because, you know, I've missed so much stuff over the years. I always have older stuff that I want to watch. It's just like, it's more of the case, it's not like there's nothing to watch, it's just like, I'm not really in the mood for this, 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 or this. And then it's like, yeah. I spent 20 minutes trying to find, figure out what the hell I want to watch, either by staring at my movie collection or thumbing through whatever digital media service I'm looking at. And then it's like, fuck it, I'm just going to watch a couple episodes of uh, Big Mouth or whatever. And then I, you know, that's how it's been lately. It's just been really weird. But yep. this, this happens every once in a while, and I'm, and I'm trying not to force myself to watch stuff because then I'm it's going to get even worse. I was like, mm-hmm. 
I'll come out of it when I come out of it, and it will yeah. it will be fine. And then I'll probably have a month where I watch like two movies a day for a month, you know. And that's yeah. just same how it here. Goes. <laughs> same here. I started watching uh uh trying to catch up on The Simpsons. That's on Disney Plus. They added uh the Muppet Show. I started showing my kids that they had the theme song memorized within five episodes <laughs> because they're psychos like me, and it's absolutely glorious to hear them uh, just sing every single word. I don't remember uh, the uh, theme song, but I remember I remember the music. It's time to light the lights. Mapacho tonight. I I I remember every. I don't know. It was a Friday or Saturday Saturday night. You know, oh, yeah, uh, on was, our on was... our three fucking channels, and that was a, a a shining beacon of light every weekend for me. Oh, that and was an absolute it was staple. so funny, <laughs> and 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 the, you know, a lot of people are uh, pissed off that Disney put up a disclaimer, I think, or something. Yeah, they didn't take the show down, but they put up a disclaimer that said some of this stuff may not. Basically, may not ha- have aged too well. Well, so, I mean, you got to remember. Watcher beware. You and you know what? They're not wrong. Some of the stuff has not aged too well. But that was then. And this is now. And well, it, you know what? I, I I have a conversation with my kids about it when stuff shows up that is questionable. Uh, and we talk about it and we laugh and we uh, are, move on. Eric, are Next. you are you saying you are... Being a responsible parent and having discussions uh, with your children. I, no, no, uh, no, sir. See, it is up to everybody else to educate your children on what's right and wrong. Uh, <laughs> and it's the lizard people with the tinfoil hats worshipping the owl cow. I'm Alex Jones. No. <laughs> oh, God, please. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please, for the love of God, I'm not serious, people. <laughs> I know. For the love of Zenu, I am not serious. So you know, but it's just, yeah. Oh no, I get what I get what you're saying, man. It's I know. like and like I I want to be clear. Uh, I understand why some of the stuff in here is uh, offensive by today's standards. Well, I like, I don't disagree. Was, I just I'm saying that educate your kids. Show them I mean, you can show them some of the stuff and and still educate them and. It's it's okay. It's yeah. not that big a deal. Oh, yeah, this is the old way. This is the new way, and then move on. Yeah. It's not. We have to ban everything. This is the way, Eric. This is the yes. way. You know, <laughs> I I know. Like one of the things that I heard about was the there's like a Confederate flag up behind Johnny Cash or something in one of or one of the country guys that played. I haven't seen that yet. And there's like I'm not saying you're wrong. Flag, I just seen that, that was yet. one of the ones that was flagged for that reason. And, you know, because the, what the Confederate flags are shitty symbol. I'm sorry. Up here, it's a bullseye. As far as I'm concerned in the Northeast, son, people don't not like here. that. People oh don't like, boy. Well, I'm in, I'm in the heart of a TJ. They're driving around with them on their giant ones on their trucks. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. My it's buddy gross. posted a picture of somebody driving one the other day, and there were several comments about tiny penises and, you know, you on, a hot, on his way for a hot date with his sister, you know, that sort of thing, you know. I mean, that's just... <laughs> well, and, and uh, my nine-year-old asked me on the way home, uh, I picked him up from school, and on the way home he was like, Dad, is Joe Biden president? It's like, yeah. He goes, why? why? Uh, did he give the best speech? Is that why he's president? 
Huh? What? Well, I mean, clarification on your question. What do you mean? Did he give a better speech or did Trump give a better speech? And I said, son, Trump has never given a good speech, ever. Not not once, not one time. <laughs> so I, I, I was just trying to navigate, like, what is he really trying to ask here? And, and Daddy also, Q told me that yeah, on March 4th, Donald Trump is I, still going to be our president. Oh, he's getting to that age where they're starting <laughs> to ask questions, uh, like serious questions, and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. I hear you, my, soon, my soon-to-be stepdaughter is 10, so I hear you. Oh, it's <laughs> I, I, brutal. It's brutal. You get, you, and they are usually the most random questions at the most random times, too. It's like... Yeah, Daddy, who gave the best speech? What? What do you mean? Uh, well, technically, this man named Andrew Yang gave the best speech, son, but the rest right. of uh, that's right. neither here exactly. nor there. <laughs> now i got to try and explain to the kid how, like, yeah, I'm sorry that all your grandparents are wrong and voted for this piece of shit, but <laughs> how do I do that without, you know, steering their, you know, because with any kid, if you try and steer them in a certain direction, they're going to go the other direction. It doesn't matter... Republican, Democrat, whatever, they're you, they're going to go the opposite direction of whatever you try to push them into. So it's just tell them facts and truth, and be careful and cautious, and let them make up their own mind. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're right, they will follow me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Meanwhile, Uncle Eugene's talking to him, and they're, you know. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not that foolish. <laughs> no, whatever Uncle Eugene tells you. Uncle Eugene, I, no, no, who? What? Oh, we, don't, we don't talk about it. We don't talk to him. <laughs> we love you, Eugene. We're just giving you shit, man. Come on. Don't be angry. No. <laughs> he, oh, he will be. So. Probably, probably rightfully so. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, whatever. We gotta give somebody a shit, and you're right there, Eugene, and you're one of the one of the common threads Eric and I have. So I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so that's that's been the biggest. Thing. Yeah, like I I wanted to go back and start watching the Muppet Show with dinosaurs and some of that stuff with Autumn because I figured she'd be really into that when when you know her and her and uh, Cassie come over, we could watch some of that stuff. And uh, my kids have been way way into the Muppet Show, uh, and and it's been. Like, I'm very happy about that, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I didn't get this reference in 1980-whatever-the-hell when I watched it originally, and they're referencing shit from the, like, people from the 70s and shit from the 70s, and my kid is dying laughing. And I'm like, that that's a reference to a 70s person. Why are... Why are you laughing? Eric, it's just finally rolling on the floor, the, literally just, rolling off the couch, rolling on the floor, laughing. Can't handle it. It's just finally like, caught you know up to the times, man. Let it happen. Just let it happen. I'm, I'm not kidding. We're, we're about nine episodes in. I don't know if there's been one guest that I've recognized yet. Right. <laughs> and they're dying. My kids are dying laughing. Obviously, your kids have impeccable taste when it comes to the Muppet <laughs> Show. That's just all there is to it, man. Or we're all idiots. <laughs> the true story there. I definitely am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the it's it's 
it's still the subtle stuff with the Muppet Show that wins. It's it's these real tiny moments of real quiet humor uh, in the background. Oh, it's, uh, it's facial animal with it, with his little drum rolls and 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 uh, uh, the bear that plays the piano with Ralph? his little movements. Rolf. Alf. Rolf. 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 It's it's real subtle stuff, and it's just brilliant. Like yeah. it, it's Monty Python level uh, stuff, where you can uh, judge people that are in the room with you. Yeah, if Even- they're not laughing at this, that person's an idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, I remember. I mean, it's been a long time, like I said, since I watched it, but I remember back in the day, always finding that stuff like the funnier part instead of just like when they're just. Cr- cracking wise and like doing stupid slapsticky shit. Yeah. Some of that was funny too, but it was always like the subtle humor, which I think yeah. is, it's funny that you compare that to like Monty Python, because I remember like being like 11, 12 years old, you know, not that old and watching like red dwarf and are you being yeah. served? And yeah, Black exactly. Adder, exactly. And dying, 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 laughing, red, green, you know, stuff like that. <sighs> And just dying laughing, and it was like I have fr- I had friends that would watch us that would be like, "Dude, I I don't get it. I don't find this funny at all." It's like, why? How can you not find this funny? This is genius. No, 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 no. The answer to that is, I'm 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 sorry, sir. We're not friends anymore. Please exit my residence. <laughs> I must ask you to leave my domicile right now, sir. So. I didn't, I, and like Red Dwarf, that's, uh, oh, it's perfect. I didn't come to the, uh, to Red Dwarf until, man, I was probably 35 until I heard about Red Dwarf. And then I started watching it and was like, oh my God, how have I never heard of this before? Oh, brilliant. Genius. Just brilliant. Genius. <sighs> yeah. But, it, uh, going back it, it, again, like the MacGyver thing, it's, it's just wonderful to go back to, uh, an old show that you grew up with and uh, remember thinking, this was so funny and, and seeing it now and it, it, it it's fucking funny as and shit. It, and it's validated. It's, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. So I heard you mention, I was just finished. I just finished up your latest episode of your podcast that you just dropped last week. Um, and after I I started laughing because you were laughing at Eugene shoveling, and <laughs> I just that was making me crack up. And then you know, so that was wonderful. But you mentioned a movie on there that I also just recently watched that I want to talk about. If you have uh, watched it since then, oh, what <laughs> what did I do? And that is the Tom Selleck classic. Quigley, down, under. That's right. Oh, I'm ready to Roy, talk about this. Roy, sir. can we talk about this, Roy, right now, Roy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I, w- I want to get, uh, I- I'm going to give you my a brief thought and then let you give your thoughts so that we can kind of deep dive into this. Because backstory is, I watched this movie a lot when I was younger, man. I loved this movie. I've watched, really, yeah, oh yeah, loved it. It was weird, and I'm not never. I wasn't a big western guy. I'm not a huge western fan. I don't dislike them, but I'm not like, you know, it's, 
uh, not something I gravitate to towards a ton. And I loved that movie when I was younger. I mean, I, I probably watched it 15 or 20 times after it came out. Haven't seen it in years. Stumbling through the VHS file. And I was like, oh, I got to throw this on. So I threw it on. And personally, I thought overall it still held up pretty well. There's a few uh, moments that were a bit problematic, but outside of that, um, it was, uh, you know, the, the, it, it really, 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 really played into the whole white hero thing a lot, a, a lot, but overall it wasn't bad. Um, but um, I really yeah, like, I, I mean, I guess it, 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 it does. If you're not wrong, but uh, no, but it's not like it's not like he's still it's very a, much an outsider in that movie. It's, but it's not offensively bad. But it's still like, oh, these people can't protect themselves. Here comes the heroic white dude, you know, type thing. Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. So, but it, I didn't find that problematic. I didn't find it problematic. Um, but it was just you know something I noticed that I didn't notice when I was a kid. Also, I forgot Alan Rickman was in this, and he is an insufferable asshole in this, and it's great. Oh, what? So, he's a good bad guy? Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> yeah, he, he's an insufferable asshole. He's not quite Hans Gruber level, but, you and know. He's not he's, falling off the Nakatomi Tower. No, no, but he, he does get a shot many, many, many times. Uh, you know, but, so, overall, I quite enjoyed it. I think I give it a 7 out of 10 when I was all done watching it, but I'd like to know your thoughts on this, good sir. You know, I, I remember liking the movie uh, back in the day when it came out, and I, I probably watched it uh, a handful of times, two, three, maybe, and I remember a couple of the hot spots in that movie. Uh, I didn't say I couldn't use one, you know, and Tom Selleck being Tom Selleck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, I, but most of the movie was still kind of a blind spot. I didn't remember every single thing that happened. And uh, uh, Laura Sangia Cuomo, is she, is she always roped into this insane, crazy bipolar person. Apparently uh, so. Between this and the stand. It's, I was going to uh, say, it's very Nadine Cross-ish. Yeah. But, but much right. more sympathetic and sweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I didn't really have a lot of expectation going back into this and I gotta say after this this viewing this movie was dope dude this movie was good as hell and I know that it is kind of you're right the white guy saving the natives thing yeah but at the same time it's sort of like he's so much of an outsider at the same time and then you have uh, Alan Rickman is technically an outsider right he's the bad guy but he's also British yeah. And and Australians don't like British because British came in and were like trolling Australia for a while, right? Yeah. Idiot politics, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we have here. <laughs> we know a little, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I, I quite enjoyed the film. I was very happy that it held up to me. And it, uh, it flew, for me, it flew by like it didn't drag. It was, you know, it was a very swift moving movie. And if yeah. I remember, it's almost two hours long, I think. Uh, two and change, I think. And it flew by. Like, just, I yeah. was like, it's done. I was like, holy crap. I couldn't, I actually forgot how long of a movie it was because I looked at my, looked at my phone to see what time it was. 
I can tell when I'm really into a film like that, too, because I don't think I looked at my phone once the whole time. You know, I just yeah. was straight, like, engrossed in the film. And it was, it made me really happy that that held up, for me, that that movie held up because I hadn't too. seen it for a while. You know, because often, you know how it goes, especially when you watch a movie when you're younger, and then you don't see it for 15, 20 years, and you come back and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? I used to love yep. this, but boy, is this not good, you know? <laughs> yep. Or you get pleasantly surprised like that, where it's like, man, this actually held up really be- better. This was actually, a lot better than I, than I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and especially with all of the, uh, uh, in, I don't know what the proper word is, natives, indigenous people, when they lined up all around the property, I mean, that was... That was a moving moment. Yeah. Uh, um, and oh, when the you know, ens- the enslaved butler guy is walking away and he's taking off his shirt and stuff and he's Aborigines. That's Aborigines. That's Aborigines. There, there you go. And he's taking off his shirt and he's walking away and he's like going back and it's like, dude, that's that's kind of a, that's really cool. I thought that was a cool little touch because it's something they didn't have to throw in there. But they yeah. did, and it's very effective. It's like I don't know who directed that. I didn't. Uh... Well, and 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 that whole scene with her in the cave, uh, uh, and she's fighting off the um, the dingoes, so they don't eat her baby. That yeah. was. They didn't have to include that. That was dark and weird. But that was and a great. We got moment. a lot of backstory on that character. But that's and, a great and... moment for her. Because yeah. she is this timid kind of, she's not really timid, but she's this kind of crazy, crazy. She's, she's crazy. <laughs> but, but then we start to see why. Right. Because she had this, oh, anyway, I don't want to get, break down all the plot of that movie. But I, I, I was very happy when that movie was over and I was like, damn, I was right. That is a good movie. Oh, yeah. That is a good-ass movie. I just thought that was funny that you happened to mention that to show. It's like, dude, I just watched this, like, last week. I was like, sweet. We need to talk about this because I don't ever hear anybody mention that movie. It's one of those movies that just seems to be kind of forgotten. You know what I mean? You don't ever hear – I don't ever hear anybody talk about it. I do have to laugh at the title, though, because it's Quigley Down Under? Can we get where, like, it's a sequel. Where was the Quigley before? Where is the Quigley in America? What was the Quigley doing before he was down under? <laughs> we don't know. I want another Quigley, Quigley movie. Was Wouldn't that the... be dope if Tom Selleck came back and made another Quigley movie? Quigley... And this time he was like, Antarctica. I don't know. Africa. Qu- Quigley up over. He's going up <laughs> over the Rocky Mountains. Quigley up over. Oh my god. There you go. Uh, <laughs> He's like way old. It's just... You know what? They should make another Quigley movie and, and it would be in the vein of... Old Man Logan. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> uh, the one with Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. Greg Torino? Yeah, it would be that, but it would be 20, 30 years after uh, Down Under. Okay. <laughs> So and this is why I pitch so many things in Hollywood, because everybody is like, all right, yeah, great. <laughs> I've got this good, great good idea. Good story, bro. It's absolutely fantastic. I have this great here's, idea. Uh, here's the door. Fuck off. <laughs> is this the little girl I carried? I don't know where we're going here. It's been, a, it's been a long week. I'm drinking coffee in the middle of the afternoon. Leave me alone. Yeah, me too. Uh, 
<laughs> so, yeah, so I, that was just cool. That just made me, ex- that made me happy that you mentioned that. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to ask Eric about that because I'm curious of his thoughts on Quigley Down Under. I believe that's on Netflix or something right now, too. Uh, uh, I watched it there, Amazon Prime. Uh, it's on but- one of the streaming services right now for those of you that have never seen this. Uh, even if you're not a big Western fan, it's enjoyable. It's not. It's, it's not a proto. It, I don't feel like it's a prototypical western. It's it's more no. of an action adventure type thing, and it's. But that's it, why you and I like it. Yeah. Because uh, uh, right now, off the top of your head, what's your favorite western? Tombstone. Mine is. Oh, oh, really? Mine is Dances with Wolves. I yeah yeah Dances with Wolves. Yeah, I don't really consider Dances with Wolves though a western. I consider that more of an adventure movie. I get I get that a lot, but to me it's cowboys and Indians. That's I mean, my favorite. That's you're, my you're, favorite talk, you're talking westerns for me, it would go Tombstone, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Uh Wyatt Once Earp. upon a, Once Upon a Time in the West. I still have not seen it. I own it, but it's three <sighs> hours long and I haven't watched it. Bro. Bro, uh, <laughs> Eugene just rewatched it, and he was like, "Oh my god, you're right. This is the best." Oh, Western. Cassie was the one that got me to buy it. We were in, we were at Bull Moose browsing. They had. Did you get the DVD set? The like three DVD set? No, I got the. Uh, this was like a year ago, and it was eight dollars on Blu-ray. So I was like, "She's like, oh, you got blue." She she's like, "You have never seen this." And I'm like, "No." She's like, "This is like one of the greatest westerns ever made." She's like, "It's you need, fantastic." She's like. She's like Peter Fonda is the is the most awful human being on the planet in this, and they were like, "It's just awesome." She's like, "The acting is phenomenal. It's just so good." But oh, I, you and that that has to be a one in the theater room screening because it, oh, it is absolutely it's like absolutely. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia with its just gigantic wide frames. It's it's gorgeous. It's so beautiful. And uh, yeah, so. And and Quigley Down Under for me would probably be number five on my list of of those. Really, I can't. I think it would make my top ten of westerns. Yeah, I really do. It was that good. I don't know if I could, honest to God, even make a list of ten right off the top of my head. To be honest with you, I don't think I could even make a top ten list because, like I said, westerns really aren't my thing. Me, I, I'm right there with you. I don't like hate. The thing is, like, I don't hate them, but I don't seek them out unless somebody really like recommends one to me and is like, "You really need to watch this. This is badass." You know, like, I know you're, you're gonna laugh. I've never watched. I've never watched Django Unchained yet. I'm Garantino's not gonna laugh movie. at that, dude. I, I got I got called out on Twitter this week because. I, I was watching uh, New Jack City, and I tagged uh, some of the people that are in that movie, and I was like, oh my god, this movie is so dope, I'm, I'm loving this, and some guy was like, you're not a movie freak if you haven't seen this movie, it's been 30 years, bro, how have you not seen that movie? Who can see every movie, every oh. year that it, like, <sighs> I know that movie's been out for 30 years. Guess Dude, what? I, I've probably seen 300 movies in the last 30 years that you haven't seen. I, I, it, it's so that, annoying. That, that's just that insufferable basement movie nerd asshole, though, that uh, I need to one-up everybody up. with my knowledge about movies. Ha yeah. ha ha. You know, 
It's like, dude, yeah. go sit in your mom's basement and shut the fuck up. Oh, it's so it's annoying. Like, those, those people annoy the shit out of me. It's like, there's a lot of stuff that I should have seen that I haven't seen. And it's like, I, <laughs> I keep telling myself, one of these years, man, I am going to make it a point to either take a whole month and just watch films that, classics that I should have watched but never have watched. If I'm going to either do a month of films like that or spread it out over like a whole year and be like, I'm going to watch five films every month that are deemed classics by most people that I have never seen. It's it's impossible to keep up. If you've been listening to our pod, stupid podcast, I've been saying I'm going to watch Christmas Story every Christmas for five, six, seven years now, since, whatever. Since Still hasn't I, happened. It's sitting right there. I'm looking at it. Sitting right there. Hasn't since happened. I have been guesting on the show you have been saying that, so it's been at least four or five years. There's no reason for it. I just... I've got a, a stack of movies to the ceiling right now. I, I just bought <laughs> a couple... Who the hell can watch everything? I just bought a couple on Voodoo the other day that I have never seen that are, I mean, genre fans, Angel Heart, which is a classic film, you know. You haven't seen fans. Angel Heart? I've never seen Angel Heart. Oh, uh, man. I'm, uh, I, I don't say that as like a, a, I've a negative. I, I'm jealous of you I, that you I, haven't seen it. You're going to love that movie. Oh, yeah. And, and I know I will like it just because everybody that I, people that I trust with their opinions on shit are all like, dude, this movie's awesome. This is I used to watch this all the time. Blah, 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 you know. So the other day Voodoo had a three for ten dollar sale going on. It's mix and match. They have like fifty movies, pick three, ten bucks. Uh so I got Angel Heart, the movie Bait, which I have been dying to rewatch. It's the Australian shark movie where they're trapped inside the uh grocery store and it floods during like a monsoon. <laughs> It's pretty that badass. Cool. It's not. It's not great, you know, but it's it's entertaining yeah. as all hell. Uh, and um, I can't remember what the hell the other one was. Oh, Hesher, which is another one that I've really wanted to watch. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that one yet. Joseph Gordon Levitt's in it. Yeah, it's a comedy about a metalhead, you know. So I gotta watch it. Uh, and I bought all three of those. It was like ten bucks. Uh, nine dot. No, it was nine dollars. Three movies for nine bucks. Three bucks a piece. High def and voodoo? Hell yeah, dude. You dude, know? you're going to dig that movie. You're going to dig that movie. Oh, I'm I excited to hear you talk about that movie. <laughs> you know the one, but you know the movie that I have been eyeballing the last couple days and I just haven't started it because it's two hours long and I just haven't had quite enough time as Medicine Man with Sean Connery because I have not seen that movie since I was a kid and I don't remember jack shit about it. <laughs> uh, I do remember I have watched it. I couldn't tell you Anything that happened in it. And so it's basically going to be like rewatching it for the first time for me. I've got uh, it on VHS. And so I, do I. I, and that's I, went, what I, <laughs> I went, yeah, I went through the same thing that you did where, where I remember liking that as a kid. Uh, am I going to like it on a rewatch? Yeah. The answer is, yeah, I still liked it. Yeah. Well, I, I could, don't have I, any defense of it because it still feels like it's a bad movie. But I well, still kind of liked it. I, okay. I can't tell you why. <laughs> but It's just weird. But there's 80s bad movies, and then there's everything else. 80s bad movies, for some... It's probably because that was the time frame we grew up in. 
you know, back in my day during the eighties, when the movie was bad, it was still watchable. Damn it, you know, we had we those, didn't have anything else. We had two, five, and seven, and twelve. That's it. You watch what was on, and you yeah. like it. You had, we had your three, cold five, potato and eight, sandwich. nineteen, and twenty-three. Damn it! You had your cold potato sandwiches in your your Dan Fogelberg playing in the background. And uh, video games only worked on channel three. Yep, you had to hook them up to the back. It only had one button, and you liked it. But no, the thing, it, it's probably I'm sure has to do with the fact that was the time period we grew up in. And we grew up just absorbing that type of film. But to me, it seems like even a lot of... I mean, there is some garbage 80s movies, don't get me wrong. But there's at least an entertainment factor to a lot of the really bad the bad 80s movies where they're still watchable, even though I they're agree. not particularly yeah. good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do, uh, Mosquito Coast. Where do you stand on Mosquito Coast? Wow. Jesus. Dude, I don't remember anything about it. No, I've seen it. Michael Douglas, correct? Was that Michael uh, Douglas? No. Uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Okay. Close. It's <laughs> one of the, it, it, I, I put that movie in the uh, very same vicinity as uh, Medicine Man. Yeah. Because it's it, it's a white American guy goes to jungle to save people and for reasons and liberal and it's not really an adventure and not a whole lot happens, but some interesting ideas happen and then the movie's over. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I, I grew up liking that movie. So I still kind of like it. I remember. It, it, I it's remember. One of those, it's one of those arguments that I get into with, uh, 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 cause I got to bring everything back to comic books, DC versus uh, Marvel, uh, in the cinematic world. Yeah. I kind of am more, forgiving of DC stuff because they're taking swings. They're at least trying to do interesting, right. crazy shit instead of just cookie cutter. And I feel and, like and I can like it all. I like all of it. I <laughs> yeah. But I kind of feel like that was part of the thing with a lot of the eighties movies is I think a lot of those directors had more leeway to just go for shit. Even if it wasn't yeah. particularly good. They well, now we're talking about the, the mid-level uh, production budget. Well, exactly. When you're talking like, okay, prime example of this is Canon Films. Canon yep. Films are noted for being like making highbrow cinema and their movies were generally pretty bad, but damn it, were they entertaining. Did they take a swing? And they took a swing. They know? took a swing. They took a swing for, for better or for worse. Yeah. You know, they took a swing. One of my favorite movies of all time, dude, is a Canon film. Well, a Golan Globus film, which is mm. still canon. Yeah. Uh, and that's The Barbarians, which I, you know, shoved oh, $30 was so for on Blu-ray with no extras because I have been literally waiting for 20 years for a DVD or a Blu-ray of that film to come out. You know, because is it a good movie? Absolutely not. But it is endlessly watchable. You can just throw that on and it's entertaining. It's, you know... And that's how I feel about so many movies from that era. Even the horror movies, a lot of them fall into that category for me. Are they good? No, not really. Are you entertained? Absolutely. <laughs> you know? And on the other end of that, we have movies like, uh, what did I watch last night? Monster Hunter. 
Oh, I'm going to be so, watching that oh. Saturday. <laughs> Judas Priest. I, I, I mean, it, it's watchable to get through it, but so bad and not entertaining. Oh, no, 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 thank you. <laughs> I'll give it, a, I'm going to give it a watch. I'm going to, um, it's hilariously bad. I've got that I, going for you. I want to rent that and uh, the new one with Macy Williams, where she plays a World War II pilot. And it's yeah, kind of I like want to see that too. It's kind of What's a sci-fi flick. Um, I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head. And I'm running oh, what Skype on my phone, so I can't look it up. Uh, yeah, that's uh, one I want to see too. Something in the clouds or something like that? Yeah, clouds, something is in there. Um, but yeah, Monster Hunter and that, I really want to watch. So I think maybe Saturday, uh, we might do a double feature of that, mm. possibly. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. I think, uh, I got a big Saturday coming up. Going to go to Home Depot. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to Home Depot. I, well, actually, I might go to Home Depot Saturday. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the, uh, so the, the the fiance and her daughter coming up for the uh, Saturday for the weekend and so Autumn's really into Monopoly right now so I think we might do a Monopoly game and as nice. I told her the first time we played Monopoly I am ruthless at this game kid and I don't take any prisoners I'm just letting you know ahead of time <laughs> because I used to get my ass kicked constantly at that game when I was a kid oh get- me too I me Six years old, crying, and my dad laughing in my face. Uh, oh, yeah. Those, I remember having epic games up to my camp, you know, when the weather would be bad. Me and my sister and my mom and dad play it, you know, our friends playing that game for hours. And just, you know. And, of course, I was way younger than everybody else, so I always lost. And I just, yeah. Uh, so. Clue, is the, Clue is the one that you don't want to play with my mom. She would take notes on your physical reactions to questions. <laughs> Ooh. On the side. And we're like, relax. And she's like, nope, it's a clue. Oh, okay. I guess well, that's she's what not we're doing. Wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but damn. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Well, hey, if, hey, if you want to uh, skip the rental fee on that uh, Monster Hunter, I've got it in my voodoo. Just, uh, I'll hook you up with my code. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. I might do that. I got a I got a bunch of free rentals from Redbox that I need to use up, so I may just use it anyway. Oh, there you go. You know. Uh, if you want to set something on fire and throw it down the shitter, there you go. Yeah. A uh, rental for Monster <laughs> Well, I... It was yep. so bad, dude. Oh, my well, God. Well, the thing, like, the thing is with me, and this is one of the good things about Redbox, I buy a lot of movies through Redbox when, they, when they're, when they like, $3. So I buy, I buy stuff on Blue and DVD. That I haven't seen. It costs two dollars to rent them. I will pay the extra dollar and just buy it. And if it sucks, oh well, I only paid a dollar more. If not, cool, I have it. You know, that's yeah. just generally how I do stuff through Redbox. But every time you rent something or buy something, you get points. Right now, I have like fifty thousand points on my Redbox <laughs> that I have Holy to use. Shit. And so that's like free rental city. You know, I can use so many points. It's like a couple thousand. For a free rental, because I guess I, I got to start using that service. I didn't realize that, that because that's how I that works. Buy so many movies, you know. I get so many points because of that. And then a lot of times during like their uh, holiday sales, they'll give you extra points when you buy stuff. It's like buy one movie and take two dollars off any other movies that you want. You know, so I'll buy 
five movies for like twelve dollars. Damn, that's you, a good deal. And you get point, you know, you get points. The only thing that sucks is they don't have a case. So you get your little sleeve. But like with those Blu-rays I generally make cases for. Like I'll print a cover off and make a case and uh DVDs I I have a CD binder and I just mm. put the loose DVDs in there, but Still, I mean, yeah. it's it's a good deal, especially to get newer stuff, you know, that's just released. Because I'm trying to, I'm really trying to be good about buying a lot of brand new releases on, like, Blu-ray and stuff. Just, you know, at store prices. Like, I'm trying to save that type of stuff for, like, classics that are being reissued and when stuff goes on sale and, you know. I try here. I try here and there with uh, certain things or things that I feel like are very uh, important to me, like uh, versus uh, uh, Arrow when they oh, released. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That was a pre-order instantly. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, that was this, me and Barbarians. Uh, that was me and Barbarians. You know, pre-order uh, day it went up. <laughs> this uh, Snyder cut that's coming out. I will pre-order that son of a bitch if you guys will put it out on a physical media disc. Yeah. But so far, there hasn't been any announcement about that that I know of. Uh, I'll pay for that, but they want everybody to be signing up for HBO, HBO Max or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. So that's, you know, like I said, I was telling Dan on the last episode that Dan was on, you know, I, I told him, and it's like I try to put some money aside here and there. So come October, September, October, when diabolic dvd has their you know halloween sale and all the arrow movies are between 70 and 50 percent off you know it's like i can buy a hundred dollars worth of movies and i'm buying 30 dollar blu-rays for 12 dollars yeah you know a reasonable that, price because that's the only way i can afford to spend that type of money on that stuff you know yeah. it's make make and you know, with Diabolic, you get free shipping if you buy over a certain amount or they charge you a flat rate, like, something like that. Um, you know, I think I ordered, I think I spent about a hundred bucks last year during the, during that Halloween sale. And, you know, a hundred bucks normally with Arrow films, you're talking like three, maybe four movies. <laughs> That's I got, ridiculous. I got, oh, a, man. I got 11 movies for a hundred dollars. Damn. I got the Blu-ray of reanimator i got you know for five dollars dude you know stuff like that that i got for like five bucks and i got a bunch of other movies that i've been really curious about checking out but it's like i'm not spending 30 bucks on that because it's probably going to be garbage you know but it but it's going to be entertaining garbage but it's going to be garbage so i don't know if i really want to drop 30 dollars on that right so i feel bad for you and eugene you you horror fiends yeah, you got a bad, you got a bad thing going. It's just they know they got uh, uh, this niche market, and you and you guys just don't have any choice but to pay for it. Yeah, you're not wrong, but I will say you can rent a lot of like the um, Severin and so, a lot of those niche labels now. You can rent the stuff on. Uh, Amazon Prime for like two or three bucks. Oh. Which is way more reasonable than spending $30. Yeah. I, that's how I watch Cruel Jaws, which uh, I don't know if you and Eugene ever talked about that or you ever heard uh-uh. that. Cruel Jaws, it's uh, Bruno Matai, I believe. 
directed yeah. that. So it's a obvious ripoff of a bunch of other movies. And it's not good, but it's pretty entertaining in that mystery science theater sort of way. No, no, it's great. From what I'm told, that uh, 90% of all horror movies are great. Is what, is what, uh, they are. I've absolutely. Been sold. I, I will agree with Eugene. Not, I'd even go higher. 95% of all horror movies are great. Uh. Uh, <laughs> stop looking at me like that. You, you know, lunatics. Uh, You're all lunatics. So, But, you know, like Cruel Jaws, like I said, not a good movie. And I'm really glad I didn't spend $30 on it, but $3 to run it on Amazon. I can do that. So I've been, <laughs> I've been looking now when a lot of that vinegar syndrome and severin and stuff like that puts out stuff that I want to see. Yeah. Um, I would rather spend three bucks and rent it. And if it really kicks ass and blows me away, then I don't maybe mind so much buying it, you know, but most of those, to be honest with you, do for me anyway, a good chunk of those are one and done. It's not that I hate them; it's just that it's like, okay, it's a thing. I saw it. That's cool. I probably yep. will never rewatch it. You know, and that's just how those are. I so understand. I hate, yep, I understand. I hate spending that type of money on them. I do too, and and it's it, maybe it's the older I get, or because I'm married and got kids and stuff now. I'm just and or or the mass amount of uh, media that we can watch through streaming i'm just not stacking up that much on physical media as far as uh dropping a lot of money per movie i'll no. spend a no, lot no, on I've... vhs tape i mean I'll... as far as a group of them but you know Even... i got these guys on these groups that i'm i'm in that that spend 15 bucks on a vhs tape and i'm like hell no if i no, come across no, 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 it no. for a quarter or yeah. even a I'm, a dime. My, my I'm limit, getting them for a dime. Forget my that. My limit with VHS is a dollar. If it's something I really Me want, too. and it's a you know something I really want, it's not just a generic tape. Like it would that, have to be something serious, like it would that have, sealed copy of Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back that I got you. Yeah, I still paid, sealed. By the way, I paid a dollar. I paid a dollar for that, dude. You know, will not be unsealed. <laughs> Just because I knew you needed it and it was sealed. <laughs> and Nothing, I thank you, sir. You know, but that's what friends do. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, there was, uh, what was the one, uh, the one the other day? Uh, yeah, uh, Young Doctors in Love. You ever heard of that movie? I've heard of it. I had no clue what it was about. Uh, you know, it's one of those I ones. I've never I, heard of it. It's but one I had of those ones copy. I've heard, like, casually mentioned a few times back in the it's, day. But I. No totally idea. ridiculous slapstick comedy, but I had a sealed copy. That's not getting unsealed, and oh, you can have... watch it on YouTube for free. <sighs> I have three or four movies that are sealed, still in the plastic, that are you know have never been opened, sealed in the plastic. I got a, I got a copy of uh, the Who's Tommy up nice. there sealed. I have. The I rec- love the Who. I hate Tommy. but that copy is sealed and it will never be unsealed in my hands anyway uh, right off the top of my head i have a sealed copy of the breakfast club Uh, oh damn see i'm not even a huge fan of that movie and if i saw a sealed copy of it i would nab it i got it i got it for 30 cents you know it was was sealed and it was 30 cents so uh and i can't remember what the other ones are but I, i know i have two or three that are still the plastic that have never been opened Oh, Kindergarten Cop. 
I have a copy of Kindergarten Cop sealed. Random. Yeah, I'd probably Random. map that too. <laughs> but I, I have two copies. I have an open one and a sealed one. You know, because again, I paid a quarter for it. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> um, uh, I uh, Okay, here's, here, here we go. I'm looking at it right now. Star Trek, The Trouble with Tribbles. Episode. Sealed. Nice. Oh, that's so cool to me. And and literally, there's about five other people that are like, yeah, that is cool. <laughs> I bet, I bet, I, you, I bet, man, you could, you could, uh. Find somebody to take that off your hands for a nice little chunk of change, too. Uh, I, I would probably sell it to him, too. <laughs> That's so, it's just so weird. Like, ah, I, I gotta keep that. That's me. Right, random. <laughs> the, um, so, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I gotta definitely get caught up on some movies. And this it's been weird because I've been on a different schedule and, um, you know, different schedule at work, so I'm going to bed way earlier than I normally do. So a lot of times, the time I get done doing shit in the evenings, it's like I've got an hour and a half, two hours that I really have time to watch something before yeah. I go to bed. And I hate watching half of a movie one night and half the next. I've got to come to terms and accept the fact that I'm going to have to start doing that with some movies, or I'm just never going to get to anything. Well, and you're you're on your way to full on quote unquote parenting. Yeah. Uh, once once you're uh, all the way up there, all the way there, it's just, dude. I can't go five fucking minutes without stopping my shit to go yeah. deal with some kid shit. It Eugene will tell you the same thing. But it, it, this this is the difference. Little girl, little boys. She's pretty content to just be on her phone with her friends talking instead of making lots of noise. For so, now. <laughs> for for now. now. Yeah, because I got a girl too. She's 16. 10. Well, she's 10. We got a little ways to go. <laughs> oh, just never ends. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of those things. Up. Damn dog. It's one of those things that. You know, so like an hour and a half movie I can usually squeeze in. But if it's it's pushing close to two or slightly over, I'm really hesitant to throw it on right now. And that's been part of my problem lately as far as watching stuff goes. Because everything that I really see... Like, I almost watched Django the other night. I'm like, I really want to watch this. It's three hours and ten minutes or whatever the hell it is. It's like... Dude, it's gonna take me like three days to watch that whole thing. Oh fuck it, I watch I watch a couple episodes of Cowboy Bebop. You yep. know that's that's just how shit's been going. As far as like this, it's not. It's it's like when I do find stuff I want to watch, it's way too long runtime wise. Or it's just like, it's like I bought a bunch of I I got some 4K movies for like five bucks each. I think I was telling you last time, or I can't remember if it was you or Dan. Yeah. But I got Starship Troopers, Terminator, and um, Fifth Element for like five bucks a piece in 4K. Oh, yeah. dude. I'm watch, you know, I, sweet, but those movies are all two plus hours. So it's like, I just haven't got around to watching them yet. 
Welcome yeah. to parenting, sir. Well, yeah. uh, welcome to it. This is, and this they, is they it. They don't even live with me full time. You know, they're Not just yet. here on weekends this is, this right is, now. So. Your, your mindset has already changed. It's uh. oh, that takes that so long. You're looking at the runtime. That's what we do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like I've I've that's why I was saying I have to just accept the fact that I'm gonna have to start watching stuff in like two to three parts. To watch it, or I'm just never gonna get to it. <laughs> so uh, two to three. See, and I, 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 I'm looking at you right now, going two. He can that son of a bitch can watch movies in two to three parts. That lucky bastard. Because for me, it's fifteen to it's fifteen to twenty minutes tops. If I can get fifteen minutes of a movie in, it's amazing. I'm lucky. <laughs> Stop. Pause. Go deal with this. Stop. Pause. Go deal with the dog. We're lucky that autumn is very uh receptive to genre movies like she's still too little to watch a lot of stuff yet but she's but she's watched like jaws she loves jaws that's like one of her favorite movies you know but you are gonna like uh uh show her um uh, increasingly uh how do i put this adult level movies from time to time oh absolutely okay Uh, She's been bugging. She's been bugging me to watch Critters, and I've been like, "Critters is actually a pretty decent one for a kid that age." Because it Gremlins, it, Gremlins is really good for she's that. She's seen Gremlins, oh, okay, uh, but Critters is a little bit more gory, obviously, because they're eating yeah. people, uh, and it's kind of violent with you know yeah. them blowing stuff up and some of the language, which the language I don't even worry about so much. Uh, but so she's been bugging like every time she comes over because I've got all the movie posters on my wall and she'll point out a movie and it'll be like can I watch Halloween I'm like absolutely not can you can I watch this no no you can't can I watch that no no you can't can I watch Piranha no you can't watch Piranha uh, you know but that's, that well and, and uh, I mean parenting pro tip that's something that I've uh, run into is wow, what was that movie that I watched. It's a stop motion anim- uh, claymation movie. I watched with Addison. Uh, uh, damn it. What is that called? Uh, I gotta look it up. Frankenweenie? No. It's, uh, the girl goes into a portal and goes Coraline? to... Coraline? Coraline. There you go. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, we were halfway through Coraline, and this was when I was dating my wife and uh, obviously stepdaughter. Uh, and she was... My wife was, maybe this is too scary. And and she was, uh, Addie was like, oh, yes, it is. It's scary. I'm scared. And I was like, look, you just got to sit, you got to get through this because you got to see the bad guy defeated. And and she was scared for a while. But once we got through to the end and bad guy defeated, then it was okay. And And so I have this theory that you have to, you know, you got to push your kids a little bit. I'm not... Uh, Granted, there was a time when I was in elementary school and, and kids were talking to me about Nightmare on Elm Street. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And guess what? Those kids grew up and were never afraid of anything in cinema ever. Oh. That's, you jaded them. You jaded them too, you pushed them too hard, too fast, and you ruined them. Now they can't enjoy horror movies. So I try to, uh, like, slowly, as they grow up, give them just a little bit more of a push, a little bit more here, a little bit more there. But don't go too crazy with it because you don't, you want them to still be like I'm still I'm 41 I can still be afraid of horror movies and so can my kids because I I'm I'm only pushing them so far every little bit 
yeah, as they grow up. Oh yeah, and Coraline, I, I hear you. Coraline was that was very much uh, a catalyst in that kind of thing because she was terrified halfway through and wanted to shut it off, and I forced her to sit there and watch the rest yeah. of it. And it is a scary movie, and it's got little scary spiders and shit that that's what she was freaked out by. You know, in a, but then we got to the end, and and the bad guy was defeated, and she, you know what, she was happy. She went to bed. She didn't have any nightmares at all because we saw evil defeated, and and I, that's just my little uh, theory that parenting you know, tip pro one on one with it, there you go. <laughs> Brought to you by Brondo, the thirst <laughs> mutilator. <laughs> it's got electrolytes. <laughs> it's what plants crave. The, uh, you mean you mean from the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> dude? You don't have a thing thingy. Where's your thingy? Where's your thingy? Just like, dude, you know, like, uh, unscannable. That movie's great. Oh, God, I remember seeing amazing. that movie in the theater and going like, "This is this is so like this is so brilliant." I almost can't laugh at it. It's and oh, here we are. It, how many years later? And yep. <laughs> And it's like, I've watched it uh, probably a dozen times now since it's come out, and they're still dying laughing every time that I watch it. Hello, welcome to Costco. I love you. Hello, welcome to Costco. I love you. (laughs) Your children have been taken, are now in the custody of Carl's Jr. You are a bad parent. Do you want another big-ass fry? You know, there's just... Little stuff like that kills me. That yeah. movie, that's you know, it's too good. It's too good. So, yeah, I, I was saying. So, I'm, I'm thinking sometime one of these times autumn comes up because she like. It's so how big, how old is she now? She's ten, going on eleven. She'll be eleven in the fall. So you know, okay. Because um, with my my sixteen year old now, we've been through The Shining, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. So like we we've we I've stepped it up a little bit. Stepped it up, yeah. But and I still haven't I still haven't gone like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth. She'll hate all that shit because it's eighties. She'll hate it. See, but uh, it's or, great. or like truly terrifying stuff like uh, Tale of Two Sisters or any uh, like uh, uh, Jay let's horror watch, stuff. I would say let's sit down and watch The Eye. You know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, why haven't you slept for three weeks? <laughs> yeah. Right. You know? uh, the thing is like. Her mother is very into genre cinema, like I am. You don't think mm-hmm. my movie collection is big now? Her movie collection is probably almost as big as mine. So, oh boy, uh, we're gonna have to like have a whole like entire wing <laughs> when we buy our new house, you know, dedicated to our film collection. Uh, but that's gonna be a hell of an Excel spreadsheet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> whose stuff is whose? I have most of mine already down on a list. Just you know, so it's like. But, and then, because there's a lot of stuff that we obviously both have, so... But her mom likes genre cinema, too, so she's gonna leave a lot of stuff with her mom. Uh, but the, um, you know, that's the thing, like, so her mom is very much on the same page, like, she's been kind of slowly showing her a few, like, ghost story type movies here and there. You know, stuff that's not gratuitously gory or too over the top, but, you know... She's watched some stuff like that, but her and I are very much on the same page when Autumn will ask. And, you know, it's like, no, no, in a couple more years, we'll let you watch that. Well, why? What's that? It's like, can you, you're afraid to go upstairs and use the bathroom by yourself at my house. 
I'm not going to let you watch The Howling. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but Autumn, Autumn's big thing is she she loves to go downstairs in the theater room and watch movies on that big screen because it's like, you know, it's like having our own little A movie theater. theater. You know, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so she's always asking to go down and watch stuff. But, like, unfortunately, there's not any heat in my basement. I mean, there mm. is, but it's not like, you know, it's like 50 degrees down there this time yeah. of year. So it's kind of cool. I don't mind it because I'll wear a hoodie and whatever. But, you know, for a little kid, I don't want her sitting down there. And um, But now that the weather's starting to get warmer, I was thinking of that. I was like, one of these times, she come, the next couple times they come up and spend a weekend. I was like, we're going to watch Critters. That's going to be my litmus test to see where she's at on what we can show her. Because if that really freaks her out, I know, okay, we're not going to, we got to wait a little while longer before we try something else. Because right. that does have some really scary moments in it, especially for a kid that age. For me, it's funny and hilarious and I love it. You know, for her, it's probably going to give her Well, nightmares. it's also a test for uh, how she can deal with uh, 80s stuff. That's a that's a big deal with my well, wife like I and, said, and daughter. She loves Jaws, so, uh, you know. Yeah, but that movie's kind of... Timeless. timeless. <laughs> there's an there's an 80s vibe with a lot of these movies. And, and she may hate like, she may hate it. I don't know. My wife and Addison, they hate that shit. And even 90s is is kind of a little young for them. <laughs> and I'm like, "Come on." <laughs> my wife hated The Princess Bride. Hated it. That's uh, grounds to divorce. Uh, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> You know what? You know what? I'll say no because she uh, watches a lot of very R-rated movies with me, uh, and horror movies that are just very R-rated, just not that time period. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I hear. And you know what? Okay, fair enough. (laughs) So I'm gonna. I want to bring this up to you because I don't even know if I've talked to you about this yet. But uh, Cassie and I are gonna be starting a podcast that her and I are gonna do where. We are going to watch a movie that neither one of us has seen and then break it, then discuss it and break it down in podcast format, you know, so we can each give our opinion on it. And the thought is because this is the thing, like she likes, she likes genre cinema just as much as I do. She loves horror, but we have kind of different taste when it comes to genre cinema. Like she likes more like ghost story type stuff and, she likes a lot of really gory, brutal stuff, too, but she gravitates towards some stuff that I don't necessarily watch, and, and vice versa. So I think it's going to be really fun to be like, maybe not something we both haven't seen, but like, okay, here's a movie that I really like that you have never seen. Let's watch this. Then we can discuss it, type thing. So we're going to start a po- we're, we're going to be starting a podcast here in the next month or so. I don't know how often we're going to do it right now. But for, you know, it might be like once a month, a couple times a month, whatever, for, for the time being. But it's something we, we're going to start doing here. And, you know, the shows probably aren't going to be like super long, probably like 30, 40 minutes tops, you know. A little shorter, but I think it'll be pretty fun to do. It's going to be I separate think, from Average Joe's Drive-In. It's going to be kind of its own its own thing. I think you might, uh, you might have a hard time finding movies that you both have neither seen. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, yeah. It might it, it, uh, you could probably get started with that, but 
you uh, might have a better uh, better luck with hey have you seen this one that no you know and going back and forth with you recommend yeah, yeah, this that's week. What, well that's what i was yeah. saying so it might be you know we're just going to kind of it's going to be one of those we're going to kind of have to do i think what it may turn out to be is when newer releases come out like she might pick something and i'll pick something neither one of us has seen it type thing and then you know bounce it back but it it's going to be a movie probably that at least one of us hasn't seen before or, or it's right. been a really long time since, you, but I think it will be fun. Cause it will be, it will be, uh, from two very different perspectives. One, I like it. I like know, it. Male and female perspective on the film and two yep. being fans of different type of stuff, you know, viewing it. What do you think? You know, I really right. like this movie. What do you think? It's garbage. You know, she sits through some crap with me, so it's, you know, it's great. I've thrown out some movies with her. I know she's just like, what the hell are you? I made her watch Barbarians with me. So, you know, and, wow. she, made, and she made it through it. She didn't hate it. So, you know. Oh, wow. At least she told me she didn't. Maybe it was just because she loves me. Didn't want to hurt my feelings. I don't know. But. Well, you're still in that honeymoon stage. Eventually, she'll get to the place where she's like, I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, so that was so that would be. But I, I'm still surprised. Like no, that I think it's a gr- uh, really good idea. Uh, and I think it'll work. I I am constantly surprised at at some of the movies that I show my wife. There are some that she loves and some that she hates. And I'm uh, a lot of times it's fifty fifty on whether I'm right or wrong on the recommendation. Yeah. Uh, but it it makes for interesting conversation. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I couldn't believe she hated Princess Bride. Uh, but then there's other movies that she loves. I showed her, uh, oh, what was it? Oh, da- uh, the guy that made, uh, uh, retarded right now. Um, she loves, va- uh, like vampire movies. She's into vampire movies. Yeah. yeah. What the hell is that vampire movie with Brad Pitt? Interview with the vampire. She loves Anne Rice and Interview with a Vampire. She's oh. read m- the way more Anne Rice books oh. than I have, and I own the majority of them. Okay, but, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna Neil throw... Jordan. Neil Jordan made another vampire yeah. movie after that called Byzantium, and I had her watch that, which I've never well, seen. I've never. You seen should that see one. it. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Has, has you... she ever seen Near Dark? She would hate it, dude. That's like. See, in I, my don't, opinion, I don't even have to show her that she'd hate Near it. Dark is like the, <laughs> in my opinion, is the greatest, like the greatest I, vampire movie ever, dude. I love that movie. I love it too, but it's 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 late eighties, early nineties. Nah, it probably wouldn't happen. But there's romance, and there's you know, I, I it's, it's not about that. It ain't about. She ain't all about that romance. Oh. It's, it's, oh. it, the tone and the styles and the hairstyle. Ah, she's out. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I gotta. That's what I gotta rewatch here right off, man. I haven't seen that for a while. God, I should too. I got movie. the DVD collector set of that, the one that's like a couple discs. Yeah, yeah, real, real dope the Anchor collector Bay, set. The Anchor Bay one. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's a that's a great set. It's a good yeah. set. Yep. All good, right, dude. Good ass movie. Um, <laughs> well, I've uh, I would love to go longer, but again, it's been a long ass week, and I'm tired, and I need to look reset my mind for an hour or so before I go to bed. So, we'll, we'll have you back on again soon anyway. Like I said, anyway, you're on every other month. But like I said, you're more than welcome to come on more than that if you want. Anytime you want to do a pod, let me know, man. And we'll jump on and and do one. Uh, 
So is there anything you want to, in wrapping up, anything you wanted to touch on real quick? Or? Uh, no, thanks for having me on. Uh, it, it's nice to do a podcast that I don't have to do the work on. Yeah. Um, I can just hop on and chit chat and that's that and let you yeah. deal with all the problems. Yeah, so. it's, it's fun, man. It's uh, like I said, I like, uh, you know, because with you, it's usually we kind of 90% of the time when you and I do a podcast, we're pretty blind going in. It's just, it's whatever happens. Uh, yeah. Usually when Dan's on, we usually have kind of a pre-thought out topic. We like lists. Dan and I like our list. So we like doing top 10 lists and discussing certain, you know, like a certain set of films or whatever. So that's always fun. It's kind of a nice, you know, it's kind of a nice uh, parody between you and him when you guys are on. And so, so I really, I really enjoy that, how I've, how we've been doing it, you know, like every other month, but. Like I said, you're more than welcome to come on any if you any more than that if you want to come on. You know, you're just like, hey, I can podcast. I got some free time on a podcast. Sure, you know, I yep. uh, I don't I don't have a rigid schedule like the movie freaks where you know you guys oh, have yeah. one every Monday. I just I I personally can't keep up with that. Just, I, I barely can't. can keep up with the rigid schedule that I have developed. It's yeah. a pain in my ass. So. <laughs> But I, I really, you know, there's a lot of months I would like to do two a month, but a lot of times uh, it's just diff- It's I, I love having guests on from outside of you and Dan as well. But, you know, it's it's amazing how difficult it is to line shit up with people to get them on. And because of work schedules and because I have an early work schedule, I'm usually in bed. I'm usually going to bed a lot of times when people have that free time to do a podcast. Yeah, so, and it makes a difference. And you know, my weekends are usually crazy busy between band stuff and spending time with her and the kid. And, you know, it's oh, so, it's not going to get easier, sir. It's not going to get easier. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the challenge, damn it. So, <laughs> but all right, man. Well, I will. Uh, I will see you around soon. Like I said, we definitely got to, uh, as we were talking about before the show. Maybe we'll have. Stephen A is it Stephen A or C? Stephen? He's he's a C, I think. Stephen C. Miller, the director <laughs> of the wonderful Silent Night remake. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you know Stephen Miller. So you know Stephen, Eric, and I may have to do just a, just an episode on Cowboy Bebop, and we'll get Steve on sometime because I've never had Steve on the show, so that would be kind of cool. Get Stephen on the show. Me you and Stephen can. Discuss Cowboy Bebop, and I think we'll just leave Eugene out of that conversation. Uh, uh, he already, he already talked about it on our show. He'd be bored. Yeah. He, he would just sit there all silent anyway. I, well, we haven't got to that yet on your show, sir. So I don't know mm. about that. I'm uh, I'm catching up. I did two episodes this weekend. Damn it! I know, <laughs> and I'm, I just got through the second one. Um, so yeah, but I think it may be sometime in the next month or so the three of us could sit down and discuss Cowboy Bebop. And what your recompense is going to be for watching, having us watch Cowboy Bebop. I think yeah. Steven and I should each get to pick a movie for you to watch that you haven't seen. Fine. I'm totally fine with that. I think that would be, that's a fair trade off. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah, I mean, I won't pick nothing too epic. Um, Whatever. So I, you know, I won't have you go back through and rewatch the recent edition of The Stand or. Oh, oh, <laughs> dude, get out of here. <laughs> so, but all right, man. Well, I will take. Uh, Take it easy, and I will catch you soon. And everybody, thank you guys for tuning into the show. 
Uh, I know, again, as I, I said earlier, I apologize for a bit of a gap here, like six weeks between the last show and this one. But life happens. It's free. It's content. Hopefully, I'll be able to get a few more out on a little bit more of a regular basis again. We'll see how it goes. But for now, you're going to get them when you get them. And I appreciate you guys tuning in. It's been real. It's been nice. And I will see you sexy animals on the flip side.